0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2256, Regular Revolutions, part two, by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads to you every single day of the year. But Today's episode is part two of a longer post. If you didn't catch part one yesterday, I'd recommend listening to that first. This will make a lot more sense in that case. But if you're all caught up, then let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Regular Revolutions part two by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. There are numerous little tactical adjustments that can be made at regular intervals that I've personally found to be both immensely helpful and psychologically bolstering. I feel more prepared and secure and ready for anything as a result of performing them. First, get your technological world under control. Consider turning off the notifications on your phone and other devices, allowing only the most important through and being honest with yourself about what's actually important. Delete all the apps you don't use and simplify the tech that's in view all day. There's research that shows even knowing this stuff is around and seeing it sitting there can stress you out and distract you from other things. It's also a good idea to liberally unsubscribe from emails you don't want to receive and which would otherwise clog your inbox and to empty your inbox, deleting old messages you'll never get around to or at the very least, archiving everything past a certain point and answering or deleting those that might still be actionable. Back up your photos, back up your contacts to some kind of physical medium like an external hard drive and to the cloud. I use Dropbox, but there are many good options these days. Consider getting a well-regarded VPN. I use private internet access for when you use public Wi-Fi on your phone and laptop. Get a password manager. I use one password, but there are many good ones out there and use it. Prepare yourself in case your device or one of your online logins are stolen. Ambitiously unfollow on social media. You can remain friends with someone on Facebook, for instance, while still removing them from your timeline. Declutter those networks and marvel at how much less stress is added to your plate each day. Second, get your physical world under control. Take note of how you feel, how your body is treating you, how your mind is functioning and decide how you'd like to adjust or augment those conditions and capabilities. Establish realistic goals and move toward them. Establish habits and stick with them. Write your goals down and use what you know about yourself and what motivates you to stick with them. I like completing projects, for instance, so when I'm establishing a new workout routine, I treat each 15 to 20-minute workout period as a project I need to complete as part of my work. Take note of what makes you feel good, what makes you feel alive and awake and alert, what makes you feel happy, and what makes you feel sad. Write these variables down and learn to recognize patterns over time. I have a little document on my computer where I note such things, and I write down such wisdom as, you feel better when you drink water regularly throughout the day, and you feel best when you have no more than two drinks when you go out. And if you ever feel really down or depressed, eating something and doing 100 jumping jacks seems to help. Nothing surprising there, but they are things that I've noticed about myself and my optimal condition, and they're things I want to be able to remember in moments where perhaps I'm not feeling completely myself and up to recalling or problem-solving without a reminder. Third, decide that you're going to fill in your most pertinent knowledge and skill gaps. What's pertinent to different people and where our gaps are located will differ. But for me, this has meant spending the last year and a half learning to cook, learning to maintain my car, and increasing my understanding of investing and other aspects of personal economics that I've always found to be boring, among other things. We all have different lifestyles and priorities, but most people have something they could learn that would massively improve their life in some way, whether that means saving them gobs of money, providing them with a new, beloved hobby, or simply improving their sense of security and capability. Does it take time to learn such skills and to educate yourself about such fundamental things? It can, yes. But in my experience, it's worth the time and resources invested, as these tend to be gaps that leave your foundation unstable if left unaddressed. Fill them in, and everything becomes sturdier and more reliable, and you become a more well-rounded, capable person. Last, decide to handle the millions of little things that are generally left unhandled. This is kind of a blurry-seeming recommendation, I know, but what I'm talking about here are small changes to your life that could have an outsized impact on your day-to-day happiness and convenience. It can mean fixing that leaky faucet you just never seem to get around to, but which torments you every night as you're trying to get to sleep. It can mean making that phone call that you've been putting off for months, but which stresses you out anytime you allow yourself to think about it. It can mean signing up for insurance, or replacing your aging computer, or cleaning the living room, or taking that load of possessions you've bagged up to Goodwill, or adding your regular tasks to your calendar, or taking the first step towards starting your own side business. The point is that we all have things like this, things that we set aside because they don't seem as important as other things in the moment, but which we then habituize setting aside, never actually handling them, even though doing so would remove a psychological burden from our minds or a physical burden from our day. Maybe the actual improvement will be tiny, but chances are good that you'll feel it in an outsized way. It's also worth noting that if you make a habit of handling these things when you notice them instead of waiting, you'll probably feel more liberated and light as a consequence. Many of the things that drag us down are like tiny, barely noticeable scratches that become infected. If you handle them early, it's no big deal. But left to fester, they can become serious, life-altering issues. Again, there's no real reason to only address these sorts of things on January 1st or on your birthday or on holidays of any kind, but these dates on our calendars do tend to have a psychological pull to them, and there's nothing wrong with using that borrowed torque to serve your own purposes. Whether you decide to catalyze a tiny revolution on New Year's Day or on some random Thursday in June, the benefits are still potentially massive and your life all the more enjoyable as a consequence. You've just listened to part two of the post titled Regular Revolutions by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. All right, I'll keep this ending nice and short for the weekend. Have a great rest of your weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll catch you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday, where your optimal life awaits.